together growing in faith, changing communities. My dear brothers and sisters, I would like us today to reflect on the Gospel of Mark chapter 12 from verse 18 to verse 27. At that time, Sadducees came to Jesus, who say there is no resurrection. And they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man if a man's brother dies and leaves him a wife, but leaves no child, the man must take the wife and raise up children for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife, and when he died, left no children. The second took her and died, leaving no children. And the third likewise, and the seven left no children. Last of all, the woman also died. In the resurrection, whose wife will she be? For the seven had her as a wife. Jesus said to them, Is it not this why you are wrong, that you know neither the Scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are quite wrong. Wow. What an interesting and a straightforward answer. Jesus in his answer highlights the blind spots of the Sadducees. But in doing so, I believe he also highlights our own blind spots. There are a few things that he raises that are important. Let's listen to his answers. Is it not this why you are wrong? That you neither know the scriptures nor the power of God. For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage. That's number one. Number two, pertaining to the dead being raised. Have you not read in the book of Moses where he says, I am the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. He is the God of the living, not the dead. Those two answers, they highlight to us the misunderstanding, the blind spots of the Sadducees. They come to Jesus with an already preconceived idea. They've already made up their minds. They are convinced that there is no resurrection. And so they build their argument on that false premise. They build their argument on a lie. They build their argument on something that is not true. And it can happen to us. I can build my life on a lie. I can build my future on a lie. And I'm convinced in my mind that I am right. But what if 
I am wrong. And this speaks to me, speaks to humanity. Because there are times, there are moments where we, we think we are right and we are convinced of being right. And we stubbornly stand our ground. We refuse to be corrected even when someone points it out to us. There is this need to always wanting to be right. There is this need to always wanting to win the argument. I am human. I am very much capable of being wrong. I am very much capable of missing the mark. And more often than once, I do, you do, we all do. And so I think this pushes us, forces us to be open-minded, to say this is my view, but I stand to be corrected. I am open to new evidence. I am open to a dialogue. I am open to discussion. And this will help us in our relationships, in our families, with people we live with, people we work with, people we socialize with. I am not always correct. I'm not always right. I'm not always getting it. And I need to be open to be told. Because my dear brothers and sisters, if we sit with that notion of thinking I am right even though I'm wrong, Every other thing that I built on that lie is not true. It can fall because when I prove that what I've built as a foundation is a lie, nothing stands. That's the first thing. The second thing that also disturbs me, to live with a notion that there is no resurrection. There is no happy ending. To believe that nothing can get better. It must be very disturbing, but also depressing. That I am in darkness. There is no hope for light. That I'm suffering forever. That must be very terrible. And I say this because there are people like that who live in what I call perpetual negativity. I surround myself with negative people. I cannot seem to think outside the box. I cannot seem to swim out of this negative stream. I feel sorry for myself. And everything that I see and perceive is clouded by negativity, is clouded by darkness, is clouded by death. That is dangerous. I need to have the ability to jump and to come out of the negative that surrounds us. Now, there is a story that is told. It is two frogs. The frog, F-R-O-G, two frogs. It is a person who goes into his free into his kitchen and he does an experiment. 
He has two pots that he puts on the stove. And on one pot, he puts boiling water. On the other pot, he puts cold water. And he switches on both stoves. And he takes one frog and he puts it in cold water and it stays there. He takes the second frog and he puts it in boiling water and immediately as it comes in, it jumps out. But the one that he has put on cold water, it stays there. But remember, he has switched on the stove. The second frog that had been put on the boiling water jumped out immediately. And so that has no frog anymore. And the one in cold water sits there comfortably. The water starts to heat up and warm up. But then one, this one stays. And eventually it boils and the frog dies. And it can happen to us. There are certain things that happen to us that shock us, that forces us to jump out of the situation, that forces us to deal with the reality and we become better. And it is this either flight or fight mode. But it pushes us to do something. But there are also other instances where we just see it and we allow ourselves to get used to the temperature of the room and we just get used to things with a great hope that, ah, oh, I will just survive and eventually it kills us. And that is what Jesus is challenging in us. This, this laser fair attitude, the, the, the attitude of just sitting in darkness and allowing the darkness to overcome us. Living in a negative world and allowing the negativity to change us. Instead of coming out of it and calling it a spade a spade and dealing with a big white elephant in our lives, in our homes, in our families. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.